0: And now, on with the show.
1: Let's see how long this lasts. Welcome everybody. It's Weekend Watch. I'm your host, Spencer. Also, David, David's here. Spencer.
2: What are you always called the host?
1: Cuz I'm the host, I don't know. I'm I Fucking I don't know. Do you want to be the host? You fucking host. Go ahead. No, go ahead. We'll start over. We'll start over. I'm your host. We'll start over. David, (laughs) you're the host now. Go. Hey
0: everybody. Welcome to Weekend Watch. I'm your host, Keith. Fuck these other guys.
2: (laughs) I didn't want to be host. You complained about
1: it and then you wouldn't even go for it.
2: I was just questioning why you have awarded this title to yourself every week. Feels a little that's uh, why, because I awarded it to myself.
1: <laughs> then
0: he, just I just goes kept on doing say, it,
1: and it just kept working.
0: And he just goes on to say, and and you, here's the other host. So I mean, yeah, you stupid
1: idiot. You get the title of other host. Yeah, I'm the host. You're the other host. Feels a little bit less. It is. It that's is. why. That's why I said it that way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh it's weekend watch. We're here to talk about some pretty sweet stuff to stream on your favorite streaming services. Um, We don't really have a theme this week David decided to make one of his own So we'll get into that at some point I have my own theme But uh, we're just going to talk about some some Random stuff that we like Uh Streaming in places Yeah, I'm going to hey. go first <laughs> You <laughs> I'm going to go first Because I'm the host and you guys are just <laughs> other hosts <laughs> Man now You're just some jag off <laughs> Alright, fuck it I'm going to go My first pick this week is the 2017 movie Wind River. Wind River follows Corey Lambert, a wildlife officer who finds the body of an 18-year-old woman on an American Indian reservation in snowy Wyoming. When the autopsy reveals that she was raped, FBI agent Jane Banner arrives to investigate. Teaming up with Lambert as a guide, the duo soon find that their lives are in danger while trying to solve the mystery of the teen's death. Uh... Man, so this movie was written and directed by Taylor Sheridan, who we have encountered before, uh, with my recommendation during Westerns week of Hell or High Water. Uh this is another of his movies, I think it was the one he did right after Hell or High Water. Um yeah. and it's the same. It is a snowy western mystery thriller, uh that checks all the boxes of, of gritty western action. Um and I just I loved it. I love it so much. The cast is fantastic, um, starring uh, Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen in the the two main roles. Uh, John Bernthal is a smaller role, um, and it's just I really like the atmosphere it creates. It's a very, like I said, a a, a gritty, almost claustrophobic movie set in the the open expanse of snowy Wyoming. Uh, well, Keith, what did you think? Yeah, this
0: was good. Uh, it, it it's quite a bit. Darker than Hell or High Water. Not like that. That was a very um, upbeat movie, but it had its moments of I don't know tenderness, heartfeltness. Where the the bits of this movie um, where where it kind of feels good, it comes with quite a bit of heartache as well. There's a lot of a lot of not happy stuff going on in Wyoming during this movie, and it 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 was uh, it made for a damn good movie. You know, Jeremy Renner. Uh, I'm I'm impressed by him every time I watch another movie with him in it, and he, hes always kind of the same guy, but in a different way. Like it works in so many different ways that I can't hate on him. Like for for kind of being the same, it works. It works so well for. Him.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you completely uh, on all of your points. Really, it is definitely a darker, ver- darker movie than *Hell or High Water*. Uh, Jeremy Renner does kind of almost always play that that jeremy renner character i don't know I, don't, I was gonna call it the hawkeye character but i'm not even sure that's if even hawkeye more kind of is a jeremy renner character or if <laughs> if <laughs> which direction that actually goes um yeah i don't know if you're looking for something something dark something gritty something um you know like i said it, it's very much in that vein of hell or high water the the neo-western um mystery and it, it's Taylor Sheridan has quickly become one of my favorite modern directors.
0: He does a really amazing job in both of these movies of uh, portraying indigenous peoples and the prejudices against them as well. It's He's he's nailing that mark pretty well at a time that they're getting a lot more screen time. You see what uh, Taika Waititi is doing with a lot of different indigenous people's work and um, he's doing the same thing just in a much more... Gritty fashion, yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, if you're interested in other stuff he's done, he also did uh, Sicario. I don't know if you ever saw that, but man, it's it's just the same kind of stuff. I don't think he directed Sicario, but he did write it, uh, as well as the sequel. And then there was a new one that actually hit HBO as one of its uh, day and date with theater releases. Uh, those who wish me dead—that's definitely worth a watch as well. Yeah, we'll, check it out. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll pick those some of those ones later. Uh, but yeah, check it out. It's it's Wind River. Uh, it's currently streaming on Netflix. Let's move on. Keith, why don't you go next?
0: Yeah, I kind of gave myself a little uh, mini theme as well, just because um, I've, there's, I've been wanting to pick this movie for so long. It's been streaming for a while now, and I, it wasn't streaming during our sci-fi week. So this is, this is just one of my favorite spoofs. So I picked a couple of spoof movies this week. And this one from 1999 galaxy quest i just adore it's got a fantastic cast it spoofs all the right things in all the right ways while still being a fairly decent sci-fi movie at the same time like it's it's goofy but man they just nailed so much of it for me um it's the the stars of a a 70s sci-fi show are um still going through the the comic-con days and kind of scraping through their later lives of just trying to be that, that old sci-fi star. And each of these people are playing the, the kind of tropes, you know, your Shatners and, and your Nimoy's and stuff like that. Um, So there's, it's a ragtag group of, of aged characters that are still trying to be relevant while they get called on by a group of actual aliens to do actual sci-fi shit. And everything is staged exactly after their 70s TV show. And it is fucking hilarious. I love it so much. Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, Tony Shaloub, Sam Rockwell. There, there's just everybody in this movie. Not to mention the small faces that you get. Um, a really young Justin Long. Um, uh, Rain Wilson is one of the aliens, just he gets like one speaking role, uh, one speaking part in the entire uh, film. So you get to see some of these like kind of sideline characters that are kind of big actors these days. I don't
2: know. You guys have definitely seen this movie since 99. I didn't even, I didn't even realize that D N. Bacar was in this. Yeah. Um, bitch from uh, basketball, the uh, he's he's with the um, Matt Stone and Trey Parker all the time. The 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 little guy. He DM gotcha. the car. Yeah. 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 That's all you had to do was say little bitch. <laughs> little, bitch. <laughs> <From baseball. laughs> little bitch. From basketball. Little bitch from basketball. Uh this is a great movie. Um I I love it. That that scene where they teleport the the pig creature and it uh, <laughs> who, who is... <laughs> the, was who is it like technician. inside out? Yeah, it it um it's inside out. And then it exploded and, and it it exploded. Exploded. I love galaxy quest. It's seriously, uh, gotta be one of my top movies. It's, it's really fucking hilarious. Sam Rockwell plays the red shirt, like constantly. He's uh, so good. Fucking <laughs> terrified that he's going to die. <laughs> and his <name laughs> Guy. Nobody yeah, this guy. Um, uh, yeah, it's an amazing movie and it's, it's playing off of these old star Trek tropes that, uh, as I, I think that every nerd geek can really appreciate, even if you're not a Trekker for sure. Trekkie Trekker. I fucking we've, I have listened to this argument many times.
1: Hey, check <laughs> out galaxy quest. Where is it streaming?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, I think it's Hulu. Let me take a
1: look. Galaxy quest on Hulu on Hulu. Sweet. Hulu. Uh, David, why don't you uh, give us your first pick of the
2: week? All right, I'm just gonna spoil my uh, my theme right up front because um, I got to talk about the the reason for the theme, um, and that is tomorrow or yesterday, as of the release of this podcast, uh, September 30th. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, is blasphemy day. So I wanted to so, to. Yeah, blasphemy it. day. So uh, make sure and go out and offend somebody's imaginary friend today. Yesterday, every day, I do it. Um, But my first pick this week is the delightfully irreverent Monty Python's Life of Brian. Um, A young man, Brian, who was born one stable down and on the same night as Jesus, becomes intrigued by a young rebel, Judith. To try and impress her, Brian joins the independence movement against the Romans, the people's front of Judea. However, in an attempt to hide from the Romans, he relays some of the teachings he heard from Jesus, which ends up spurring a crowd to believe he is the Messiah. While trying to get rid of his followers and reunite with Judith, he embarks on several misadventures. Um... This movie actually got banned for, for being, I think, uh, they, they banned it in anticipation of it being, uh, overly blasphemous, but, uh, this movie, I wouldn't say it's blasphemous. I, I would say it's, uh, absolutely irreverent to, to, um, the religion and the story that it's, that it's telling. Um, but, uh, I don't think they go out of their way to be outright blasphemous about, uh, Christianity um it's a great movie it's hilarious it's it's from some of the greatest comedic minds to have ever existed and i i love watching it what do you guys think
0: this is my favorite monty python movie um you know holy grail is is its its own thing but life of brian is always tip top for me every time i watch this movie i'm fucking dying of laughter (laughs) they are so good at what they do um yeah, I don't know what else uh, to say that that you haven't already said. This is this is just definitely my favorite Monty Python film.
1: Yeah, um, I, yeah, I don't know how many, how you can get better than this. I personally prefer Holy Grail, but I understand completely um, that 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 this, this is your favorite. It's hard to argue. Yeah, I think it's just a personal preference thing. But um, yeah, I don't know what else to say either. It it it's, it was so ahead of its time in its. Uh, it's blasphemy i guess and it's irreverent take on on religion i mean this was what year was this david 70, 79 79 i mean that was a fair bit of time ago you know it was yep. they were, they, you know you had counterculture and stuff like that but taking this direct a poke at something as sacrosanct as the as the origin story of jesus uh was was ahead of its time no oh, yeah. it was bold. very bold
2: and like i said it, it got banned. Uh, pretty hard for decades in, in some places. Yeah. Um, But it's still, it's, it's a huge movie when it finally did come out, it it came out to rave reviews as it should, Um, as a side note here. um, One of the people also ask questions that came up for when I Googled life of Brian is, is life of Brian historically accurate? (laughs) And I hate everything in the entire world. I can't stand people. I mean, yes, yes, it was. Yes, I mean that's the that's the right answer. Is yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I never mentioned what Life of Brian was on. It is on Netflix. Go watch Life of Brian on Netflix.
1: Monty Python's Life of Brian currently streaming on Netflix. Uh, I'm gonna go next and take a far darker turn than Life of Brian. Uh, my way dark, way dark right? Um, my pick the second pick this week is a movie that I kept trying to fit into one of our theme weeks and I just didn't know where to put it. So Um, I just waited. Where do you put this? Right. Um, and it is 2017's the killing of a sacred deer. Uh, all right. I'm going to read the plot synopsis here, but we got to get way deeper into this. Uh, it's not going to be enough. Dr. Stephen Murphy is a renowned cardiovascular surgeon who presides over a spotless household with his wife and two children. Lurking at the margins of his idyllic suburban existence is Martin, a fatherless teen who insinuates himself into the Doctor's life in gradually unsettling ways. Soon, the full scope of Martin's intent becomes menacingly clear when he confronts Stephen with a long-forgotten transgression that will shatter his domestic bliss forever. Is um, son? No, it's, it is not that. Oh, man,
0: you've you got to watch this movie. Uh, yeah, like, David... I, I don't even know how to talk clearly. about it without spoiling it is the problem.
1: This is definitely a, a, a nice hybrid of, of horror, mystery, thriller. Um, the director, Yorgos Lanthimos, has made some incredibly weird movies. Um, I don't know if you ever saw The Lobster um, no. or Dogtooth or The Favorite. He, he did them all. They're all just these very weird movies. Um, I mean, he's definitely an auteur. He, 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 he's written them, he directs them, he produced them. Um, like I guess I don't know how much to say about this without giving too much away. But essentially, this movie is, the, is kind of an allegory, a, a modern retelling of the myth of uh, Iphigenia in Greek mythology, who hmm. uh, in the story uh, accidentally kills a sacred deer. Um, hence the title. But uh, it is, it's definitely a, a very symbolic movie. It, um, it is, fuck, I don't know what else to say. Keith, do you have anything to say that doesn't give too much away?
0: It's 100% symbolic. There's not a rational thought happening in this entire movie. These characters are not doing things that normal people would do. Normal, very smart, very educated people. Man, uh, Colin Farrell was phenomenal. Yes, yeah, so really We could talk really about liked, the cast. Yeah. I really liked his soft, spoken, hard edge. Like he was he was a really interesting character. I really liked him in this role. Um, I'd never seen this kid before, but the kid that played Martin Barry
1: Kyogan. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal. amazing. He's he been was, in some really good stuff lately too. He was in um uh he was in seventy one, actually, that pick we first that I did for St. Patrick's okay. Day. Okay, yeah. Uh, he was also in uh, uh, Dunkirk, um, Christopher Nolan's epic World War II movie.
0: Right, I haven't watched that one. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also uh, going to be in Eternals, Marvel's Eternals. He was perfectly creepy, but even more so than that was so innocent. I, I didn't know where this movie was going for the longest time until he's ju- until they just tell you where it's going, <laughs> and then it's like okay. Like I, I kind of thought it was doing this, but now you're just you're just laying it all out there, right. and um, it's nuts. Nicole watching Kidman was was
1: great as well. Watching Colin Farrell, uh, watching his character unravel was, I think, probably a highlight of the movie. Um, you know, he's like you said, he's this very buttoned up, um, everything in its place and a place for everything. Doctor, uh, and and watching his world just crash around him. And the way he portrayed that was was perfect.
0: Yeah, I agree. Man, everybody in this movie is just somber. It's like they're all so dull, but they're all so interesting at the same time. It's really weird. Yeah,
1: it really is. Um, I don't want, like I said, I don't want to give too much away, but it is absolutely worth a watch. This one will leave you. You'll you'll have questions. You're gonna be thinking about it. Uh, you really need to like. Uh, this is one of those movies, and A24, the studio who released it, uh, is well known for this, but um, I had a, a friend, actually the guy who did my my witch tattoo, uh, we were talking about this movie, and a lot of A24 movies, but you finish watching them, and it takes you a long time to decide whether you loved it or hated it.
0: I, I didn't love it, I, I, and I didn't ha- I I kind of almost wanted to hate it, but right. I think that that is a tribute to how how kind of good it did its job.
1: Right, and I I came to the conclusion that if a movie makes you think that much for that long after watching it, that there's definitely merit to it.
0: Yeah, it it did like too. It, it
1: it is good. I I'll give it. It becomes good at that point, making me have to think that hard about it.
0: Yeah, it it has a full impact on you. I don't know. I, at first, I was kind of half watching this movie, and then I just couldn't stop watching this unravel.
1: Yeah, it really sucked you in, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to say too much more about this, because like I said, it is part mystery, part thriller, part horror. Um, so check it out. It's The Killing of a Sacred Deer. I'm curious to see if anybody, anybody listening actually goes and checks it out. Come talk to me about it. I want more people to talk about this movie with, because I really loved it in the end yeah i agree uh and it is currently streaming on netflix as well so check it out killing of a sacred deer currently on netflix uh let's move on let's move on from this keith why don't you go next yeah let's uh let's cleanse
0: ourselves of that and i'll go right back on uh on track with my first pick back to the spoofs of parodies some funny goofy shit after that wild ride we just went on with spencer's pick both your picks man they were rough Good stuff. Um, this is 2008's Tropic Thunder, another fantastic parody spoof. I love this film. It is um, another one that is just star-studded. Uh, it is written, I believe, and produced and directed by Ben Stiller. And he, he's the lead. He plays Tug Speedman, who is a pampered action star. Uh, and he sets out to make... The biggest, most expensive, most badass war movie of all time. And it is following the writings of this crazy ass Vietnam War vet who wrote a book. So uh, they're getting all the big stars to be in this movie. Kirk Lazarus, who's played by Robert Downey Jr. Jeff Portnoy is Jack Black um, and a couple other big names that they have in this fake movie. And everything goes completely wrong and hilarity ensues man these this is this is a cast that even if you put them back together i don't know if you could capture the magic that this movie captured um it was just so perfectly written so perfectly placed in time some of these jokes just wouldn't have been able to be made a decade prior to this or a decade after this like i was gonna
1: say i'm thinking pretty sure this is the last movie to get away with blackface
0: yeah and will ever because this is this is the only time like this is the only one that i will actually like have as a suggestion on this show probably i was
2: actually gonna point out this is the second movie that we've suggested tonight with blackface one of the wise men in life of brian was definitely rocking some blackface (laughs) That
0: is true, Luckily, though, these are both <laughs> heavy satire movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, they weren't like making a joke out of it at all. And he was like, this is under not this is not pill. yeah, this is not a 1920 s Al Jolson movie. right.
0: <laughs> um so, yeah, this movie's just fucking perfectly hilarious. The characters it's- are all spot on. um, you have Tug Speedman. <laughs> I love their names. Who is this just jerk off of an action star played by Ben Stiller, who is actually pretty jacked in this movie. Uh, but it was, it was goofy from start to finish, but still my favorite character, I think is Tom Cruise as Les Grossman. It was fucking hilarious. I don't know. What do you guys think of this movie? You, you definitely. Great. I, yeah.
2: I even enjoy Tom Cruise in this movie. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of Tom Cruise. He, he, he does good stuff. He's a great actor, but I think he's kind of a douchebag. Um, oh, 100%. But man, yeah. he has great movies. He, fucking, yeah, for sure. He like leans on that douchebag in this movie. And he, the less grossman character is, is disgusting and hilarious. I think he, he's really funny in this. Um, Jack Black playing this like drugged out fucking pampered actors, great uh, Just
0: like it, fart comedy actor. that's like all he is is a he's a fart comedy actor that's addicted <laughs> to heroin, and he's so good at it.
2: um this movie is is really stellar. I, I love this movie a lot. Same. I agree. I don't know what else to add.
1: It's just great.
0: Good stuff. Um, this one uh is streaming
1: on prime right on check it out uh tropic thunder currently streaming on prime david
2: spencer it's time to bring it home all right my last recommendation for tonight is uh quite a bit less uh funny than than my last recommendation and we were the hitting last... them with the tickles and the feels all yeah
1: like,
2: it was, <laughs> it was all all around um this this one's gonna be uh it's a documentary it's called jesus camp it's on hulu um, and I, I do kind of want to uh, throw up a trigger warning. If you uh, grew up in the church and and found your way out of it, uh, looking at some of this stuff, I, I got some some flashbacks for sure. Um, just some of the language that they use. Let let me read the the synopsis here. Um, filmmakers Heidi Ewing and Rachel Grady visit an evangelical Christian summer camp called Kids on Fire, where children take part in programs designed to strengthen and intensify their beliefs. The camp's founder, Becky Fisher, discusses her mission to indoctrinate youths in the word of God, while young campers play certain combat video games and talk about their love for Jesus. Um, and so this is kind of, it kind of follows uh, a couple kids around. Um, it follows this minister, uh, Becky Fisher. Um, and it has clips from, uh, 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 a radio show, um, with host Mike Pampantonio. I'm not, I'm not overly familiar with, uh, I'm, I'm passingly familiar with Ted Haggard. He's, he's an evangelical minister pictured in this show, but, um, not with Becky Fisher or Mike Pampantonio. Um, but it is, it's clips of these kids being i'm indoctrinated i don't know there's no other word for it that's that's i mean what,
1: doesn't i'm pretty sure she uses that word at one point right
2: I yeah i, so. I, I yeah. don't doesn't she yeah, say something she about
1: how uh, about how they have to combat Islamo islamic indoctrination and extremism by having christian indoctrination yes yep something like that. So she just just gave, gave the game away there.
2: (laughs) We'll use her word. These Ted Haggard
0: said similar, like later in the film, he said almost exactly the same. You're right. He he did.
2: did. Yeah, you're right. Um, they, so it's, it's indoctrination. They, They are indoctrinating these children into the Christian faith, uh, using these, uh, children church programs and, and summer camp. Um, you know and I I'll say I I attended one of these uh, Christian summer camps. I don't think uh it, it was anywhere near this intense. We definitely had the the late nights with with hands in the air and the twanging guitar and and the spirit moving through the room, but I mean like looking at some of these kids, they're they're up there speaking in tongues and it's 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 rough. It it is it's it's insidious watching the language that they use, the 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 sort of threats that they're implying um the the things that are going to happen to these kids if they uh don't do what god expects of them or if they do um and not just and yeah. these
0: religious leaders that and especially the kids parents you get a glimpse into their home life and it's like holy
2: fuck oh yeah that woman talking about homeschooling her kids it's i know and my mom homeschooled me for a year with with a religious homeschool program so i got a taste of that too it's it's terrifying those people are uh deeply ignorant and and i i feel like this is like i'm gonna say it again it's very insidious the the language and the tactics that they're using in this in this cop this uh documentary yeah
0: i had that pick of, it was a few weeks ago anyway pray away which kind of yeah. had a a happier side to it because they were doing away with Exodus. Um, These people were finding out that this was not who they were and they were actually gay and yada, yada, yada. It was, it was very focused in on that stuff, but more my, my point to that is this is kind of a darker tale than that.
1: Um, It is much darker. Yeah,
0: it is. It is children. Uh, You're watching very young children um i don't know it's scary it was it's it this this movie made me mad like very very mad and angry watching the way they talk to these kids um, you know what
1: i'd really like to see is, this movie what year did it come out david it was, oh, it was 2006. Like, oh, seven? 2006 so that's 14 yeah. 15 years now I, what i'd really oh, like yeah. to see what could you imagine if they did a follow-up on some of the kids that were featured in this you know that would what,
2: be that's so fantastic that idea did kind of crossed my mind at one point just like i wonder what what where some of these kids are now i wonder if that uh, kid still has that fucking rat tail <laughs> oh yeah that kid <laughs> um i you know, and what's funny is i was going through some old junk today and i i actually found uh, uh a bunch of old uh pictures that i had gotten developed from uh my time at one of these religious summer camps and like i said i the, my time up there was taken up with like uh, horseback riding and and uh, obstacle tower climbing, rappelling, and and stuff like that. We actually did fun stuff, um, and and God was always worked into it. But I feel like we, just from the clips that I saw uh, of this camp, that it was just so much heavier, so much just worse.
0: Yeah, you didn't have some geriatric old fuck come
2: yell at you about abortions for an entire yeah. afternoon <laughs> i never got any of that shit i this never heard stuff. any of the political the political bent that, like i had i heard that at church when i went when i went back home there were members of the church that were like we're gonna stop these abortions we're gonna stop the, the the this and this and this but the the camp at least the camp i can be thankful to the camp that i went to they were like look let's show these kids a good time and throw some jesus at them
0: yeah, uh, that is something to be thankful for cuz yeah, watching some of this where they're talking about abortions and praying for George Bush and these kids have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. But
2: they fucking they they they, do repeats, they, they fall they re- right in line. Yeah, they regurgitate the shit that their parents feed to them uh with with this fiery confidence of the Lord. It's it's gross. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's gross is a good word for it. Yeah. So anyway, go watch that on Hulu if you want to be angry. It's Jesus Camp currently
1: streaming on Hulu. Well, I think that's it, everybody. That's the week. Do we have anything else to talk about?
0: No, I think that's it. That's,
1: that's kind it. Of ugly.: Well, okay, that's old news though. Do you have any new news? Do you have any new business, David? No, Everyone knows ugly. that already. Why do you think I'm doing podcasts and not video blogs? We don't have a camera. aren't
2: you talking about like putting video up?
1: Yeah, man, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it we're gonna call it for the night uh thank you everybody for listening in once again we will be next back ah, we'll be back next week uh with another theme episode uh it's the start of october so i wonder what it could be don't forget to check us out on facebook twitter join our discord like i said come talk to us about movies and such Uh, We have a website, threeguys1up.com. We have a full list of past recommendations. Check it out. Uh, You can also find a link to our Patreon. You can join our Patreon, be a patron, give us your $5 a month, and we'll keep making shows. And with that, we'll wish you all a very good night, and we'll see you next week.